Hi everyone, welcome to Nuni's first podcast episode of What Even is Wellness. Today we will focus on a growing phenomena called biohacking. We're all familiar with ex-Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey salt juice every morning, Dave Asprey's injecting stem cells into his joints, bathing in infrared light, and much more. Today joining me is our guest expert, Mr. Sajid Nair, a pioneer in biohacking in India, to discuss how can we hack our age and health. Nair is the founder and chief curator of the World Biohack Summit. Viroots, Wellness Solution, and Limoverse. Hi, Mr. Nair. Welcome to What Even is Wellness. Could you start by helping us understand what even is biohacking? Uh, biohacking, uh, you know, literally, uh, it means hacking your own biology. There can be many interpretations when I say biology, but in a way, you can talk about your cells, uh, the the mechanisms which are working in your cells. Because your body is made of cells. To a certain extent, I strongly believe that includes the psychology also. So it's basically your biological system. You are trying to hack yourself. The question is, why should we say like that? Mainly because I would rather say we are living in a this point of time where we are able to measure and monitor everything. Thanks to the artificial intelligence, thanks to genetics, thanks to IoT or the wearables and the devices. Uh, the sensor-based devices, which are actually giving a lot of information about the different functionalities or different functions of your body. You know exactly how your um, right now your glucose level on a continuous basis. You have got genetic testing to do to understand about the possible probable diseases for which you carry higher risk. You have got wearables to continuously monitor your heart rates. But tell me a little bit, why are people doing this? Like what drives people to want to biohack themselves? I think there are many reasons, not just one reason. One very strong reason is that with the kind of data people are getting right now, you know, there are companies and service providers like ourselves provide many services connected to these kind of devices and the kind of sciences what we are talking about. So people are getting a lot of such inputs using which they can manage their life much better. So, so many things can be done. Basically, the data which you get from these different devices and also different tests, which can be really utilized. That is one reason. Second is uh, post-COVID, people have become more conscious about their own health. They realize that you have to take responsibility for your health. When you are talking about taking responsibility for your health, only problem people used to face is that how can I take charge of my health? Because Till now, when it is about health, the only person who comes in my mind was a doctor. Now, when you are saying that you have to take charge of yourself means that is where people started searching and they started realizing that, yes, these kind of devices, this kind of science is there, which can help me to better manage my health. I think basically people have started realizing that I, I need to uh, take responsibility for my own health. One major reason is, as you are also in the field of wellness, you must have been observing this. Since 2000, there is a move towards um, wellness or preventive health. And this will be a stronger wave in the coming years. By 2040, uh, as per the Deloitte report, the Future of Health report, preventive health is going to contribute more than 60% of the entire healthcare industry from uh, what is right now is 20%. Now, that means this wave is going to be very strong. But when it came to wellness, it was only nutrition supplements, going to the gym, going for some yoga studio, yoga classes. But now people have started realizing one more thing. People who, are, who seems to be very healthy, they are collapsing on the gym floor and dying. Hence, people realize that wellness is not something like very generalized. You need to personalize. 
So when it comes to personalized wellness, then again, the devices, the test and every other things comes into play. So these are some of the reasons why this kind of a idea or a concept is becoming very strong now. Fair enough. I think, you know, sometimes when I've spoken to people, they also talk about how essentially it's about learning to control, optimize and upgrade our minds and bodies, which really drives people to want to biohack. And I know for me personally, you know, I've tried um, juice cleanses, ice baths, I meditate regularly, water fast, plant-based diets, and obviously supplementation through new me. Um, does this count as biohacking? Yeah, absolutely. Any, anything by which you have a controlling or you're managing your systems, your biological systems, all those come under biohacking. We, there used to be a myth that the biohacking is all about inserting chips and all those kinds of stuff. No, that that is not true. I would rather say the more deeper you go into the subject of biohacking, you can see that the ancient Indian wellness wisdom, which is uh, all about the yoga or the Ayurveda, which has got so many techniques which can be considered as profound biohacking techniques. Ayurveda is not a medicine, it's a way of life. So, um, you know, most of the things like oil pulling. Now, oil pulling is something which is promoted by the Western world as a massive biohacking uh, science. But oil pulling has been there around for the last 5000 years in India. Fermented food, which is very well promoted, very well. It has been our ritual, which has been our, in our normal diet uh, for years together, for thousands of years. So that way, if you look at it, most of the things what is coming from the West branded as biohacking has been there in this country for years together. Take, for example, grounding or earthing. But in India, people never used to wear footwear. They used to be always in touch with the earth. So now it is being practiced as a science. So I would rather say anything by which I have seen just an I will tell you. I have suggested to some people who have been suffering from pins and needles and pins and needles can happen because of many reasons and when they go to a doctor, most of the doctors say these are symptoms of neuropathy. But I said, okay, before going for medication, why don't you just uh, go and walk on barefoot on soil or on beach or on grass and see what happens. I, I exactly know at least three people called me back and said that they got a complete recovery from that by doing that. So that means, you know, we as human beings, we are built out of earth. We are built out of elements and we are losing touch of that. When we are living in apartments on which we think that even if we are actually uh, walking on the floor barefoot, we are not touching the earth because it is synthetic uh, level of carpeting or maybe it could be vitrified tiles. Even in your refrigerator, you are washing machine, everything is earth and human body, which is a complete electric field, right from your brain up to your entire body is an electric field, which is not earth. If it is not earth, it has to get into trouble. Basic fundamentals of living itself, we can actually now can be branded as biohacking. That's the way the world is changing. Oh, that's amazing. But I know, I mean, I hear what you're saying because, you know, when one walks on the grass barefoot and I've done this sometimes as meditative walking, you know, you really feel that difference. You can feel that energy entering your body. And I think even the way it calms you down and makes you focus is very, very different. Um, Very, very interesting. Um, You know, Mr. Nair, another concept I really hear around biohacking is a lot of people talking about wanting to extend their life. You know, there are people who say they're practicing all these biohacks because they want to live to be 180 years. Is it really even possible to extend your life with biohacking? 
uh, many of the genetic scientists who are leading the genetic scientists have already come out with this very profound statement that by 2045 that will be optional now there are some geneticists who have who have even made statements like the child who is going to live more than 1000 years already born why this is happening because the advancement of epigenetics is going to change the way we look at medical science and also health as such what do you mean by epigenetic we all carry genetic factors we all know that because uh, you know our, our journey started as one cell which we call it as a zygote where 23 chromosome from father and 23 chromosome from mother joined and became the first cell and the entire 60 to 70 trillion cells whatever you are seeing in your body is nothing but photocopies or you know multiplication of the same cell exactly the same cell that one cell carried all the information all the information about how your nose should be how the skin should be how how your hair structure should be which also carried obviously uh, all the things like uh, you know the kinds of diseases which your parents and your grandparents and your ancestors have been carrying especially the lifestyle diseases so that means the gene variants or the i'll just give you one example my father uh, you know he got a heart attack at the age of 48 my grandfather also had uh, the same kind of uh, uh, an incident so i don't require to go for a genetic test to understand that i i carry those genes or gene variants uh, but the question is at, at at the age of 48 what made those genes to express because the, the genes are there for right, right from a childhood So when I did my test yes I carry the gene variant but the question is till now by god's grace nothing has happened in my life that means the gene is not expressed now the question you have to ask is what is the trigger which will make the gene express once you identify that trigger and if you can block that trigger then your life is extended so that is where the science is progressing right now oh wow no that's an that's incredible to hear and makes a lot of sense right that if we, one can identify the triggers and you can stop the genes from expressing interesting is this what inspired you to you know start your own journey of trying to create superhumans out of ordinary people Yeah, because I've been in the peak performance uh, in uh, industry for the last uh, 20 years I've been running some wellness businesses also but I've been doing a lot of peak performance events conventions thousands of people and uh, it was 2016 17 that is the time i realized that i'm nearing my 50s and uh, i need to do something about it because post 50s always I, we get that kind of feeling that you lose your energy your ener- you know your cognitive capabilities will come down your memory will drop you know there are so many things people think about post 50s i started doing my own uh, studies on how i can have higher energy levels higher performance better pro- cognitive capabilities uh, in my post 50s that made me to get into the science of longevity and all those kinds of stuff genetics i had gone through a genetic testing in long back in 2005 2003 is the arrangement human genome project was announced but 2005 itself i could go through a genetic testing you know that yes that made me that my own uh, journey of uh, finding out how i can be more productive more energetic and uh, more creative in my post 50s what made me to understand the science of longevity and the science of biohacking yeah that was my journey um that's incredible you know in one of our recent surveys we actually found that over 60% of gen z's and millennials are fatigued after a full night of sleep which was quite shocking for us and as a generation we this generation that is most sleep deprived can biohacking help solve for this 
Absolutely. It's a hacking technique. It's a very simple thing. Because people think that, you know, I'm, I, I slept for eight hours, but still I don't have that good sleep. I don't have that energy when I wake up in the morning. The question is your sleep, your, your next day. That means your tomorrow doesn't start tomorrow morning. Your tomorrow starts today evening. That's the most important we should, we should understand. Night is a preparation for the next day. We take life in a different way. We consider night is the time when we are actually just doing a repair work for the day. When you start considering that this tonight is the preparation for tomorrow, then what happens is that you need to really be disciplined on the evening. Sunset is a very, very critical point. After sunset, what you do, what you eat, what you drink is all makes a big difference. I take sweets. I have a sweet teeth. I put sugar, brown sugar into my coffee tea, but no sugar gets into my body after sunset. So people actually mistake their body after sunset. Because once your sun, sunset starts, you must be knowing because you have certain products connected to that. The melatonin level goes up in your body. You know, your, the melatonin secretion starts after the sunset. So the moment the melatonin secretion starts, automatically at the same time, your pancreatic functions really stops. So that itself is going to create a chaos inside your body. So your sugar level will be up to, throughout your night. That is going to cause a problem. One, two, the most important part of your sleep cycle is when you start sleeping about one and a half hours down the line, when you get into the REM period, that's a very, very, very important part of your life, the, your sleep cycle. When your brain has to necessarily go through something called a lymphatic drain, uh, that means the, the brain squeezes itself and, you know, the all the all the fluids oozes out and the fresh fluids come in like a sponge it functions it, it's actually squeezes squeezes to almost 30 percentage of its size if that has to happen your brain has to at that point of time should have reached that stage if it hasn't reached that stage you are in trouble so and of course along with that you can have good supplements like you know the uh, you know melatonin if you require that can help LTNN can help you know chamomile can help these are things which which can help but it cannot replace the the quality of life you need to build the the kind of uh, routines you need to build for your sleep sleep is a very important activity you have to treat sleep with respect um very interesting mr nayan i think you know um this is what a lot of people forget about sleep right they think it's those last 10 or 15 minutes just before you sleep but everything you do in the day especially the evening is what influences your quality of sleep like for example we have a lot of people talk to us about how they exercise late at night but that's not a great idea either yeah, if you absolutely want to you're just pumping up your cortisone and unnecessarily your melatonin is getting imbalanced yeah exactly and you know and like you're saying the certain supplements that you need for sound sleep um with melatonin l-theanine chamomile that's what even for us at uni because we take sleep so seriously, our yeah. sleep gummies contain melatonin, L-theanine, chamomile, the garden fruit, and all the other vitamins and minerals you need to really aid people to be able to not just sleep sound at night, but to really wake up refreshed, right? Because that is the sign of actually getting restful sleep is how you're functioning the next day. Yeah, I agree, Ananya. But at the same time, supplements always support. But at the same time, if you if you are messing up with your life, you know, no supplements can even help you. A hundred percent. It's very holistic, right? I think that is, yeah. even with biohacking in general, the whole point is yeah. that people are not focusing on just one aspect of their life, but you have to realize all parts of wellness are very interconnected, mind to body physical, emotion, all of that. So how are you taking care of all the 
I'd love to end by asking you to, you know, maybe share some quick biohacking tips for corporates and the younger generation to really maintain their overall wellness in today's like hectic schedules that we have. One is sleep. I, I always find that the best hacks you can do is about sleep and improve your quality of sleep, which because that's that's where your day starts. That's not where your night starts. Then second thing is that first one hour in the morning. I believe that that's the most crucial thing. What once you wake up, because there also uh, most of the people wake up and searching for their mobile as if you know something um, the ultimate thing that have happened in the world and they want to know about it immediately within the first second. Keep that thing away, and uh, you wake up and whatever is your kind of if you offer some prayers and all do that. The morning routine for the first one hour is very very crucial. I always express gratitude mainly to wake me up because there are hundreds and thousands of people in the world they don't wake up today morning but I was fortunate enough to wake up you were fortunate enough to wake up so we should be grateful that we woke up and then uh, of course uh, I strongly recommend oil pulling what is the advantage of oil pulling one is that when you are sleeping uh, lots of bacteria is getting in, getting is there in your mouth and uh, it's it's not disastrous but still it's good to clean up in the proper way so it has been found that uh, coconut oil has, has got massive levels of antibacterial antiviral effects the good thing is one is that the, the it's an antibacterial the main advantage is coconut oil contains mct the medium chain triglycerides so this mct is the most powerful or the most uh, required uh, fat for your brain and also for most of the cells and the beautiful things that the mct you don't require your coconut oil to reach your stomach to get absorbed the mct oil get absorbed from your mouth that's a beautiful part so uh, it it just gets into your body so you get some level of good fat coming into your body in the beginning itself then i always say that even if you are when you are taking when you are brushing your teeth it's always better to do your i uh, you know oil pulling before doing that before brushing your teeth because any which way when you brush teeth you are using some chemical three to four glasses of water preferably alkaline water which really makes a big difference and first one hour no sugar should enter your body that's what i always recommend and i have seen massive results by doing it when if you have to take coffee tea take it without sugar at least for the first one hour if you can go for two hour three hour that's fantastic i generally maintain a 12 hour fasting what is 12 hour fasting you finish your dinner at 8 o'clock in the night and after that don't take anything else just water green tea maybe black tea that's fine and you are the next whatever you eat is going to be at after 8 o'clock could be for in my case i take uh, protein supplements after my workouts so till that time no carbohydrate no sugar gets into my body so i get a clean 12 hour which makes my life absolutely phenomenal it it doesn't require that you know you need to do a lot of sacrifices to do a good healthy life you just need to be disciplined about it and and you can start seeing the difference and in during that first one hour you always spend about 10 to 15 minutes at least for meditation um spending with yourself at a place which is comfortable to you you can uh, express gratitude and you can also visualize about the day all the things what i need to do on that particular day generally i stack it and i i i visualize as if i have completed it so that's an exercise a hack for my mind so these are some of the things what anybody can do every day 
luckily i i live in a home uh, in a house with a lot of uh, land area uh, surrounding uh, so i go for a walk outside i have a grassland where i just uh, walk barefoot those are things which i do but everybody may not be able to do it but some of the things what i said can be done by anybody super thank you for that you know i started meditating regularly about 7 8 years ago um, i definitely find that you know i probably meditate about 5 times a week and the days when i meditate versus the days i don't i can all, i can see the difference in productivity and focus you know um and i think even just being a lot more proactive in decision making i mean i think it's definitely scientifically ananya i think when you are meditating your nervous system basically your parasympathetic you know nervous system really becomes active which uh, makes you more efficient uh, you become cool headed and and decision making becomes much more easy things won't distract you that much because uh, the parasympathetic nervous system is is designed in such a way that that is the one which makes you naturally relaxed and that helps you uh, to take decisions with a cool mind that's the simple example is when you are stressed on something like you know some some you are expecting someone so or, or rather a mother is uh, waiting for the child to come back from the school and and she's not seen some 4 435 tension mounts and then uh, all of a sudden you get a call from your friend saying that you know she's with me and that point of time automatically what you do is that we have a sigh you know a relief oh you know it's a kind of sigh so now uh, what happened why why you are why you are giving that exhalation that's an exhalation uh because the brain is relaxing naturally it's something like when the whenever the brain relaxes it exhales so when you exhale the brain relaxes so it's a natural process so meditation especially breath work you know uh, or exhalation practicing the right kind of exhalation can make a lot of difference in your life incredible Well, thank you so much and thank you so much for joining me today mr nayar we'll be back soon with something interesting to know what even is wellness thank you and uh, it's my pleasure to be with you and wish you all the very best thank you thank you so much